the topic for tonight is at the refinement and we're going to look at Ruth the second chapter and Amos the ninth through the 13th verse. Now Naomi had an in-law there in Bethlehem who was very wealthy and his name was Boaz. And one day Ruth said unto Naomi, perhaps I can go into the fields of some kind of man and glean the free grain behind his reapers. And Naomi said, all right, dear daughter, go ahead. So she did. And as it happened, the field where she found herself belonged to Boaz, the relative of Naomi's husband. And Boaz arrived in the city while she was there. And after exchanging greetings with the reapers, he said unto his foreman, hey, who is that girl over there? And the foreman replied, it is the girl from the land of Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could pick up grains dropped by the reapers, and she has been at it ever since, except for a few minutes of rest over in the shade. And so Boaz went over and talked to her and said, listen, my child, stay right here and glean with us and don't think about going to any other fields. Stay right behind my women workers. And I have warned the young men not to bother you when you are thirsty. Go and help yourself to water. She thanked him warmly. How can you be so kind to me? She asked. You must know that I am only a foreigner. Yes, I know, and I also know about the love and the kindness you have shown unto your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, and how you left your father and your mother in your own land, and you have come to live here amongst strangers. May the Lord God of Israel, under whom's wings you have come to take refuge, bless you for it. Now, we skip over to the 22nd verse. We see it says that Naomi says, do as he said and stay with his girls right through the whole harvest and you will be safer there than any other field. So Ruth did and gleaned with them until the end of the barley harvest. And then the wheat harvest too. So when we talk about active refinement, we're talking about waiting and gleaning. This entire passage of scripture in Ruth, the second chapter, is talking about how to glean while you are waiting. People of God, when we talk about gleaning, gleaning in the Bible sense meanings picking up the grains that had fallen to the ground. So this is the part where you kind of waiting for the leftovers, okay? So this is the place of the grain where the 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 most valuable, the workers who came before you, they have kind of picked that up already and you glean what is kind of left over. And so Ruth, this woman, she had left her homeland to follow Naomi, a woman of God, and she had gone to a city and they were destitute. They didn't have anything because her husband was dead, who was also Naomi's son. So that means that the woman was placed in a role that she wouldn't normally be in. She had to become head of household because not only was she a widow, but she was also taking care of a widow. Sometimes in life, people of God, life will thrust you into a situation you wasn't necessarily supposed to be in, but God will place you in a place where you will have to shift and do something for a season. So we see that because of life, 
life. Life happened to Naomi. Life happened to Ruth. And she was placed in a situation where she had to be head of household, not only for herself, but for her aging mother-in-law in a land that she knew nothing about, in a place that she knew nothing about, doing a job she knew nothing about. And let me tell you about the hustle of Ruth. Ruth was like, yo, guess what? It's some people in this field and I'm finna see if I can get out there and see what I can do. I'm gonna try to make something happen because if God brought us this far, I know he didn't bring us this far to leave us. If God took us out of Moab where we were gonna starve to death and brought us here, I know we're not gonna starve in Jerusalem, which is the city of bread and peace. I know we can't starve here. So what is she saying? She's saying, you know what? I'm just, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm going to do what I got to do. How many of you have been in situations where because of life, you just had to do what you had to do? No, you didn't want that job. No, you didn't want to stay in that apartment. No, you didn't want to drive that car. But sometimes God will challenge you out of your comfort zone to see if you're going to do what you got to do, especially when you have the responsibility and the accountability of somebody else on your back. There is nothing like having to broach the responsibility of the worst days of your life with dependents on your back, with children on your back, with parents on your back, and you don't know how to make it through. But God says, if you wait and I will give you a refining process, let's talk about Ruth. So Ruth said, okay, I'm going on out there. Naomi said, okay, go ahead. Because Naomi knows she can't work. She was older. She like, somebody got to do something. So Ruth gets out there. And when she get out there in the city, she started just working. She started working in this field. She found the field. She, 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 she thought she randomly found this field. But what you got to know is that when your steps are ordered by the Lord, the Bible says a good man, a good woman's steps are ordered by God. Sometimes you think you just stumbled on a blessing. Not so. Sometimes you think you got lucky. Not so. When you're the blessed of the Lord, he orders your steps. And every opportunity where he opens doors for you is because he has orchestrated it and placed you in a line. And let's talk about this alignment because in verse four, it says when Boaz got back because he was out of town, he got back in town. He said, hey, 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 who that girl over there? He asked the people that were working the fields, the reapers, who is she? And what he said was, oh, she came back from Moab, you know, with, with Naomi. And it says she's a hard worker in verse seven. The people noticed that she was a hard worker. It says she's been picking up what we've been dropping. She's been doing this all morning long. She only rests for a few minutes in the shade, but she's been grinding it out. Let me tell you, people of God, this is an accelerated season and people are watching you. People are watching how you live. They're watching how you act and they're watching how you respond. They're watching how you respond even in a crisis. They're watching how you respond even though you're in a land that you don't know nothing about. They're watching how you respond and how you react even though this place is new to you. Even though you don't have nothing, everything that you got, you are trying to make a better way for you and the people that depend on you. And so it says that he he went over to talk to her and he said, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stay right here. I don't want you going nowhere else. I, I, I like you. I, I like your get down. I like your hustle. I like your work ethic. So what I need you to do is to stay right behind the other women in this field. I, 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 look, 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 I, I want to protect you. You know, I, I, I'm wanting these dudes not to be bothering you. 
And I also want you to know if you get thirsty, you can go get drink water. So guess what? I'm going to pull you in on my team because I like how you get down. I like how you think. I like how you move. I like how you operate. So I'm going to pull you in on my team. She thanked him and said, why are you kind to me? When you know I'm a foreigner. Why you kind to me and I don't belong here? He said, I know, but I see the love and kindness. People of God, when people go and see the fruits of the spirit on your life, when they see the anointing on your life, when they see how the people went off on you, but you didn't respond, when they see how you show love when other people show hate, when they see how you honor when other people is jealous, when they see how you take it on the chin when you could have and you didn't, when they see that you didn't destroy the whole team because you was in your feelings, when they see how you keep it moving they gonna see your love and kindness and they not gonna care where you from they not gonna care about your background they not gonna care what you did before you got there they gonna see the fruits of the spirit they gonna see the love and kindness on your life and that's all that's gonna matter to them and he says may the Lord God understand you came here for refuge God gonna bless you because you done came into the right field you just didn't stumble in the right place God orchestrated that you be in the right place and it says he allowed her to stay right there through the whole harvest, through the whole harvest. It says she was able to glean from the barley to the wheat harvest. It seasons passed and he was still taking care of her. From, the, from one season to the next season, he was still taking care of her. And why? Because when we talk about gleaning, we got to glean while we wait. We want to go all the way to the top and God says, it is your time for active refinement. It is your time to glean while you wait. Because when you glean, you are gathering what's left over by the reapers. Because some of us think we too good for that. Some of us think we too good for the second hand. Some of us think we too good to not be in. If, if we're not going to have a top spot, we're not going to do it at all. Some of us think we too good to serve. Some of us think, but what you need to understand is that the life cycle of the anointed and the true prophets of God is a 15 or 20 year cycle. And God has to work it out of you. Please understand that there is an early rain where you get blessed early on and he shows you the vision but there is years of pruning oh hallelujah he had to prune David he had to prune Noah he had to prune his prophets he had to prune them he had to prune Joseph please understand Jesus did not bear the cross alone for us to go free no there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me and there's a cross for you please understand that while you wait while you glean while life goes bad while life takes a turn while life shifts you from one segment to another while you thought this would have never happened to you you are under refinement people of God to gather information or material bit by bit is another definition of glean gathering information or material bit by bit so that means that she's not married to Boaz that's later on down the line she didn't even know what that was about she wasn't going out there to get a man she wasn't taking pictures to snatch somebody. She wasn't out there to get clout. She wasn't out there to chase after some. She wasn't out there looking for somebody. She was out there trying to make sure she was accountable and responsible for her and her mother-in-law. There are some seasons where you got to put your head down and grind it out. It says gleaning also means to gather information and material bit by bit. God will leave us space to glean. He left her space to glean. He also allowed her to be watched by somebody who had the key to the open door of her next season. He also allowed her to be watched, admired, and honored by somebody who had the ticket for where she needed to go. 
Please understand while you are waiting, people of God, you're going to see people that go past you. You're going to see people that's getting blessed before you get blessed. You're going to see reapers that's gathering the big harvest. You're going to see them getting wheat and barley. They getting a the car. They getting a the house. They getting relationships. They getting family. They getting promotions. You're going to see all of that going by, but that's not your business. Your business is to refine yourself. How can you refine yourself? How can you actively refine yourself? By praying and worshiping God By reading the Bible It is imperative that you read the word of God Faith comes by hearing We don't have faith because we are not hearing the word Read the word of God If you want to know the mind and the heart of God You have to get in his word You can't dispute what the devil is saying You don't know when a false prophet is speaking If you don't know the word You don't know when somebody is coming into you From a spirit of divination, witchcraft or familiarity If you don't know the word because when you know the word, you begin to learn the heart and the mind of God. You begin to get the sound and the rhythm of heaven. And when you have the sound and the rhythm of heaven, it's very easy to identify an imposter. It's very easy to identify a hireling. It's very easy to identify the spiritually immature. It's very easy to identify a motivational speaker from a prophet from the most high God. When you are in the word of God, when you are in the presence of God, when you have brought worship into your home, when you know what it feels like inside When you go outside it ruminates Illuminates and people know That you have been in the presence Because there is a sound and there is a look Of the presence of the most high God And everybody ain't got it Everybody that wear the title ain't got it you have to be able to discern, but the only way you're going to be able to discern is you got to read your word You got to stay in prayer and worship And God will talk to you because God talks to who he trusts He talks to who he trusts you want to know what you need to do to refine yourself while you're waiting? While you're waiting in a season you don't understand, you need to give your time, your resources, and your talent. You need to receive wisdom from elders. Naomi received, Ruth received wisdom from Naomi. Naomi guided her through the whole process. I don't care how old you think somebody is and they outdated and they don't know this and that. They lived a whole full life, so they got wisdom. They may can't work the computer or the cell phone, but they got wisdom. They can tell you about how not to be like that. They can tell you about how to act and present yourself in a certain way. Because let, let me tell you something, ain't nothing new under the sun. Ain't nothing new under the sun. You had schemas now, and you had schemas when they was young. You had people who was homonging now, and you had people who was homonging back then. You had people who were not who lacked character now, and you had them then. So please do not discount the wisdom of the elders. Because they have lived a life successfully that you're just trying to embark upon. You must build competencies, enroll in courses, exercise, eat better, work on you and what you can control. Work on you and what you control. Build honor. Build honor. Build honor. If you don't honor yourself, if you don't honor your, uh, your responsibility and your accountability, for what you said you're supposed to do, you're not going to be able to be actively refined. God has given you a break so you can clean yourself up. God has given you a break so that you can get TV ready. God has given you a break so that you can be ready for your next assignment. If your promotion came now, you wouldn't be ready because you need to take this time. You got to stop looking at others, but you have to look at what God is doing in your life and you have to make you better. Find ways to make you better. 
Because when we're waiting, that don't mean that we're stagnant. When Ruth was in the field, she wasn't just sitting down, talking about, oh, Lord, I hope somebody dropped something by me. Oh, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm in this new city all by myself. Oh, Lord, I can't hardly make it. She wasn't stagnant. She wasn't waiting on no pie in the side. Waiting is active refinement, waiting for the next level. I know I'm not going to die here. I know my kid's not going to die here. I know I'm not going to just be sitting around here waiting on a PPP and a STEMI. I know I'm going to get what I need to get. I'm going to stay in the presence as a God, I'm going to read my word and I'm going to find something that my hands can do because God says he will bless the work of your hands. He will bless the work of your hands, not the work of your thoughts, but the work of your hands. Faith without works is dead. I am giving you a call to action tonight to get moving in the direction of God. There is no time for looking at others. You at the weight station, you gleaning in the field, you ain't got no time to look at, oh, he picked five baskets and I picked one. You need to focus on what it is that you're doing so that you can be refined. You need to be so actively working on yourself, working on your family, working on your mental health, working on your physical health. You can't worry about what other people doing. You might have to shut your social media down because if you can't handle it, now is the time to refine because we are in acceleration. Oh my God, I feel this in my spirit. And what that means is this is a time where the Boazes are coming and the Boazes are the people that unlock the door to the rest of the doors in your life. These are people that are coming with resources. These are people that are coming with connections, access opportunities. And when they come, they won't want to find you raggedy. Oh my gosh, because if they find you raggedy, if they find you unkept, if they find you complaining, if they find you destitute, if they find you sitting down, if they find you lazy, if they find you not doing what it is that God has called you to do in this hour, they will pass you by. People of God, this is not the time to sit down. This is an accelerated season. This is a season where you could be poor yesterday and rich tomorrow. We are living witnesses of the goodness of God. And we must understand that this is not the time to look around, but this is the time that we must look inwardly because God has given us evidence in this season. Oh, hallelujah. He has given us evidence. He has given us open reward and he has given public miracles because our suffering has not been in vain. Our suffering has not been in vain, people of God. I am a living witness of the goodness of God. What we must understand, God is also exposing in this season. He is exposing the spiritual catfish. He is exposing those who have gone around with his name and they do not honor him. He is exposing those who have been catfishing you. They have the wealth of the light. They have the wealth of, the, of, of, of love. They have the illusion of love. They have the illusion of wealth. They have the illusion of light but they are spiritual catfish because when you go behind the computer screen and you look into their life and you investigate their fruit their fruit is not the fruit of the spirit their fruit is not the fruit of the most high God and they are being catfishing the people of God and God is exposing them in this season so please have your discernment on but if you're not in his presence and you're not reading his word you won't be able to tell the catfish from the real thing you have to become some people have become familiar 
with those who dishonor you, who have been taking you for advantage. So God is going to remove the scales from your eyes so that you can see. Hallelujah. We cannot be refined if we don't have honor. Honor is verbalizing and seeing how God sees people. We have to have the sight and the eyes of God. God says there are people who have eyes but don't see. Hallelujah. But I decree and declare that today your eyes come open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You must honor. You must honor who God honors and look at them the way that God sees them because God speaks through other people. He has people that he speaks through. Hallelujah. And when he blesses you, he will bless you through other people. Hallelujah. When you honor those who God has spoken through, you honor him. Hallelujah. And the only way you're going to be able to tell the false prophet from the true prophet is by being in the word and being in his presence. It's through knowing what the presence of the most high God feels like and through examining fruit, you must try the spirit by the spirit. Hallelujah. You must try the spirit. You must try the spirit. You must try the spirit. And when you try the spirit, you will see if God is behind it. If we do not learn to honor, hallelujah, who God sends us in the right season of alignment, we will not be able to access what God has put in them for us. Honor is the seed to access because she honored the field, because she honored Naomi because she honored her work because her work ethic was on point because her hustle was on point she gained access my God because she wasn't lollygagging because she wasn't procrastinating she was able to gain access she gained access through honor so what do we do while we wait we are supposed to be actively refined hallelujah we are supposed to gather information bit by bit we are supposed to get material bit by bit we are supposed to work on those things that are thorns in our flesh bit by bit. Hallelujah. You are too old not to be on a self-reflection and a self-action plan. You need to set yourself to action. You have to get yourself ready. Hallelujah. Because the reinforcements are coming. Hallelujah. Because people are looking for somebody just like you. Hallelujah. And if you have been sitting on the sidelines, this is a call to action tonight to get up and get to work. Oh, hallelujah. Get ready. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get ready. Hallelujah. Get ready to see God like you have never seen him before. Hallelujah. Get ready. Hallelujah. Get ready to move out of comfort and move into progress. Get ready. Hallelujah. Get ready to be refined. Hallelujah. So that you can be useful and fit for the master's use. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And one thing that we need to understand is when we're looking at these spiritual catfish, I want to go back to this. When you're looking at these false prophets, one of the way that you can tell them is they will see somebody in Ruth's position. They will see somebody who is struggling. They will see somebody who is struggling but got a good work ethic, that got a good heart. Hallelujah. And instead of putting them in a position to help them, hallelujah, what they end up doing is they use them. The spirit of the catfish and the false prophet loves to use people's talents for their advantage. It loves to use what people bring to the table, but give them very little. It don't bring them to the table. It don't share them the water with them. It uses them for their work. How do we honor people who have more talent than us? How do we honor people who have a greater anointing and rank in the spirit than us, even though they may be a different gender or a different age than us. 
How do we honor people who do we consider as destitute? How do we look at people? We think that they are Mark. We think that we found somebody that's a duck. We think we found somebody that we can ride. Or do we honor them because we are able to bring them to the table because we see the light and love of God in them? Are we able to do like Boaz and take somebody who was considered the least of them and bring them to the table because they have the qualities rather than use them at for five and six and ten years and make them prove to you what you've seen in them the first week? Why are you making people prove to you what they showed you ten years ago before you affirm them, before you advance them, before you promote them? If that's the case, then I promise you, you are operating under a spirit of dishonor. You are operating under the spirit of soul. You are operating under the spirit of ambition. You are operating under the spirit of betrayal. You are operating under the spirit of jealousy. You are operating under the spirit of selfish desires because there are people that God is sending in your life and he is sending them quickly in your life but if you do not honor them you will not get access hallelujah and without access you will not be privy to good success you will not be privy to the open reward you have to know that when God sends you a roof hallelujah you may be hindering your own blessing if you do not honor them hallelujah people of God we have to refine our thoughts we have to refine our mindsets we have to refine how we look at things in our work and our deeds. Oh, hallelujah. This is a message of introspection on tonight. Hallelujah. We have to look at who we respect and who we disrespect. Hallelujah. We must look at who we choose to honor. Hallelujah. We have to not be petty. We have to not be prideful. We have to not do a reach for power. Hallelujah. We must know that we are, is equality in God. We must know that God is the only one. Hallelujah. Who is putting people in alignment at the right place at the right time so people of God what do you do while you wait what do you do while you wait what do you do while you wait you need to improve bit by bit oh hallelujah stop looking to the left or the right and look at yourself people of God hallelujah let's go to the book of Amos so that I can close hallelujah Amos the ninth chapter in the 13th verse says the time will come when there will be such an abundance of crops that the harvest time will scarcely end before the farmer starts again to sow another crop and the terraces of grapes will grow upon the hills of Israel and will drip sweet wine. Hallelujah. There is a time coming people of God and the time is accelerated. It's coming fast. You don't have a whole lot of time to get ready. You got to get ready now. Hallelujah. There is a time. Hallelujah. Where the reapers will overtake the sowers. There is a time where everything will be released and happening all at once. There is a time hallelujah where the blessing won't make sense because your upgrade and your surprise will be upon you. There's coming a time where you're going to be harvesting and reaping at the same time. Hallelujah every time you turn around he will be blessing you. There's a time where there will be so many crops. Hallelujah and that before you can fully harvest the other crops the next one is in bloom. Hallelujah people of God please understand come out from them who are catfishing. Come out for them who are false. Come out from them because associations matter in this hour. Hallelujah. Associations matter in this hour. Hallelujah. Because you will reap the fate of those who are in your company. Hallelujah. This is the hour where you must align. Hallelujah. Align and 
put yourself in the right field. Hallelujah. You must align yourself with people with godly wisdom so that you know how to maneuver in the right field. Hallelujah. And when you get in the right field, you must work. Hallelujah. This is not the time to talk about it. This is not the time to prepare to prepare, but this is the time to work. What are you working on? Hallelujah. What are you working on? This is the time to work because you are being watched. Hallelujah. And your reputation and character goes before you. Hallelujah. We must pick up and we must be humble. We must not say what we won't do because sometimes life like Ruth will place you in situations that you never thought you would be in. But sometimes you have to stand up in it. And when you stand up in it and watch God, God will be able to take you farther than you have ever been. Sometimes you got to move out of your comfort so that you can get the progress. Hallelujah. We thank God for the word on tonight. We thank that he is actively refining all of us in Jesus' holy and matchless name. These and all things we pray and we decree and declare even now because his word is blessed that his word will ruminate and germinate in the reign of heaven. Hallelujah will spring down on you and the windows of heaven will open on you and you will have a 30, 60, and 100 fold return because you are looking inwardly so that God can bless you openly. These and all things we pray in Jesus' name. Pray my strength in the Lord. Amen and amen. Exciting things on the horizon and welcome to the Solutions family. I created this channel with you in mind. I can't wait to begin sharing with you all. My prayer is that you receive relevant solutions for everyday life. See you soon. Love, Ebb.